Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals. Hey folks, welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. Today, we're going to do some continuing education about your cows. We're going to talk about things about different feedstuffs, anatomy, physiology, kind of put that digestive system together and take it apart and let you understand why cows can eat what they can and why they're different than humans, pigs, dogs, cats, and others. Stay tuned. As dependable as the sunrise, in dairy parlors, open pastures, on ranches and feed yards across America, a place where reputation is more than a name, where the science of healthier animals is a way of life. It's the responsibility that drives who we are and what we do. Every decision, every day. It's your livelihood and our responsibility. If you're looking for advanced and innovative livestock handling products and facilities, Daniels Manufacturing Company is who you want to choose. They are a family-owned business that puts the needs of their customers first and have so since they opened in 1958. With low-stress cattle handling being of the utmost importance, they are focused on quality, not quantity. The company prides themselves on prioritizing the animal's well-being by staying on the cutting edge of design and only using the best materials and manufacturing operations. For more information or to purchase your own, contact Daniels Manufacturing Company today. Closed captioning is brought to you by Profusion Drench for Beef Cattle, a no prescription, no needle supplement. To learn more, go to zenpro.com. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, and today we're going to do continuing education about cows. And uh, I'm a professor here at Iowa State University, and when I teach ruminant nutrition or teach things, you know, we kind of got to go back to the basics. And a lot of times when we start to think about cows and they're eating grass, we kind of take some things for, for granted. But, you know, ruminant animals are different than monogastric animals. And so when I look at a ruminant animal, that cow that's consuming grass, the rumen is a developed digestive system. So a monogastric, like us, like a pig, like a dog, they have an esophagus and a simple stomach. Ruminant animals have that simple stomach, but before the feedstuff gets to that simple stomach, called the abomasum, it goes through three other chambers of the stomach. It goes through the rumen, then the reticulum, then the omasum, and it gets to that, to that abomasum where we have the acid or, or the typical, what we would call glandular stomach. The rumen is a fermentation vat, and it's huge. Um, it can hold 
many, many gallons of feedstuffs and water every day. And it's the reason why animals on the prairie can survive because they can feel a storm coming in and they go out and they graze and they can go take cover. If I stopped feeding a ruminant animal, it would take five to seven days for that rumen to completely empty. That's how much they can store at a time. So you wonder why cattle go to the bunk during a storm or before a storm or they can sense that barometric pressure. It's because of the way that they were evolved and, and the way that they were developed on the prairie. So we have this large fermentation vat first. Then it goes into the reticulum and that's where we call the the honeycomb or that's the place where if we have hardware disease that that piece of wire gets stuck in that it's kind of a the last filter before it goes to the omasum and in that honeycomb area um, when we do get a piece of wire or we get something sharp like hardware it'll get stuck in this area and it'll perforate that reticulum it's right up against the diaphragm and so that's the reason why we see both the the symptoms of heart failure when they start to spread out in the front with that, that hardware disease can be very confusing with, with congestive heart failure in a bovine because of where it's located. After the feed stuff goes through the, the reticulum, it goes to the omasum. And the omasum is what we call mini plies. And mini plies means because there's just all these folds in this omasum. And it's a highly absorptive surface within all of these mini, mini folds within this omasum. And it almost looks like a lock and dam system of something that's going to get there before, you know, stop the water from, from rushing into the, to the abomasum. So we go from the rumen fermentation vat to the reticulum, to the omasum, which is many plies, and then we get to what we call the abomasum. And the abomasum is where once the, the feedstuff reaches there, it is the same from that point on as a monogastric. At this point is what we will have acid, we will have enzymes that'll start to break down the proteins, break down the, the different feedstuffs and, and proteins, carbohydrates, and, and lipids as they come in there before they go on to the small intestine. So that kind of gives you a, an, an understanding then of what the rumen is, what the reticulum, through the omasum to the abomasum to the small intestine. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what's going on with some of the different feedstuffs as they hit those different areas of the, the cow's digestive tract and why they can digest grass and we can't. You're watching Doc Talk. We're sure glad you joined us. You know, we went through a, a number of years ago a terrible trick wreck where we, you know, we were coming in 30% dry. You know, and in those days, you didn't have trick guards. So we tried Ipropram, we tried culling bulls. You know, we we killed 200 head of bulls one year on this ranch to try to get rid of it and bringing in new bulls. We tried flush and tried everything. So when trick guard came, came along, it, it was truly a godsend for me. And we use it religiously. I mean, I, I have neighbors that, that do have tricks sporadically. We don't, we haven't had a, you know, I think in probably 12 years or better, we just haven't had an instance of trick. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't test every dry cow for trick, but, you know, it's pretty easy to see the results. Trick guard is very dear to my heart.
four generations before me did their job providing this opportunity to me and my siblings. If I do things right, I'm going to lay that opportunity out for my kids. My entire family is a vital element of a job you have to get done. But, you know, it's just fun to be around the family and doing this. And you'll do the right thing for the business. You will do the right thing for the cows because it's for a family. Producers know stress costs money. It puts their cattle at greater risk of illness and can be a substantial drain on animal performance. That's why ZenPro developed ProFusion Drench for Beef Cattle. Formulated with ZenPro's patented trace mineral technology, ProFusion Drench is a no-script, no-needle performance supplement proven to rapidly replenish essential nutrients lost during times of stress. For optimal results, use ProFusion Drench with ZenPro Performance Minerals Infeed as part of a complete nutrition program. To learn more, go to ZenPro.com. ValleyVet.com is your one-stop shop for your every animal need. From prescription meds, vaccines, equipment, and more for the ranch to the show ring, shop ValleyVet.com for fast shipping and great prices. ValleyVet Supply. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, and we're talking about the cow's digestive tract. I'm a professor here at Iowa State University and I have both a PhD in ruminant nutrition and I'm a veterinarian so a lot of people think I just drive up and down the road arguing with myself. Um, but really I, I did both degrees so I would have a better understanding of how to tie nutrition and health together, how to understand production and health, and many different things that we, we go through. So ruminant animals are able to digest grass not because of anything they have except that the, it's what the, the microbes within the rumen have. So when you look at that rumen, the first big fermentation vat, that the grass, when the cow, after she chews the grass and swallows the grass, it goes into the rumen. And the rumen is this place that has millions and millions of bacteria. So when we feed a cow, really what we're doing is we're feeding the bacteria in the rumen of that animal first. So the microbes in that rumen, they go to the source and to the feedstuff, and they start to break it down in that rumen. Now, cellulose is the plant material that makes up grasses and forages. Starch is what makes up corn. We can digest starch, but we can't digest grass as humans, as monogastrics. Cows can digest both. And the reason why... The only difference between cellulose and starch, both of them are just glucose molecule after glucose molecule after glucose molecule, but the cellulose has a beta-4 linkage between the two gluc glucose, and the starch has an alpha-4 linkage. So the way that they are chemically attached, we don't have the enzymes to break the beta-1-4 in our bodies as humans, as monogastrics, but the microbes can break down those beta-1-4s. So the microbes in the rumen, they go around and they break down cellulose just like we would starch. And it breaks it down into glucose and then the microbes use that glucose to build uh, more microbial crude protein. They ferment it and it's no different than beer or fermentation of, of any kind. The difference is, is that the byproducts of that fermentation, you'll hear the terms volatile fatty acids. Volatile fatty acids, there are three of them. After microbes break down grass or break down gluc use glucose, they give off three, basically three volatile fatty acids, propionate, acetate, 
and butyrate. When we feed a higher grain diet, we wind up with more propionate. When we feed a higher forage diet, we wind up with more acetate. These just go straight across the rumen wall and they go to the liver where they are assimilated into glucose and they're assimilated into fats for the animal to use. Now, the thing is interesting is that if we feed corn, which has a lot of starch that can be digested by the animal without microbes interfering, only 10% of the glucose from the starch in corn is actually absorbed in the lower gut, meaning that regardless of what we feed a ruminant, those rumen microbes are breaking it down and they're giving off the byproducts from fermentation, just like ethanol or just like, just like any other fermentation. And those three volatile fatty acids are what are actually absorbed by the ruminant animal. And then the liver, they put it back together to get glucose, just like you and I need. It's an amazing system. When we come back, we'll talk more about ruminant nutrition. If you're looking for advanced and innovative livestock handling products and facilities, Daniels Manufacturing Company is who you want to choose. They are a family-owned business that puts the needs of their customers first and have so since they opened in 1958. With low-stress cattle handling being of the utmost importance, they are focused on quality, not quantity. The company prides themselves on prioritizing the animal's well-being by staying on the cutting edge of design and only using the best materials and manufacturing operations. For more information or to purchase your own, contact Daniels Manufacturing Company today. Producers know stress costs money. It puts their cattle at greater risk of illness and can be a substantial drain on animal performance. That's why ZenPro developed ProFusion Drench for Beef Cattle. Formulated with ZenPro's patented trace mineral technology, ProFusion Drench is a no-script, no-needle performance supplement proven to rapidly replenish essential nutrients lost during times of stress. For optimal results, use ProFusion Drench with ZenPro Performance Minerals in feed as part of a complete nutrition program. To learn more, go to ZenPro.com. As dependable as the sunrise, in dairy parlors, open pastures, on ranches and feed yards across America, a place where reputation is more than a name, where the science of healthier animals is a way of life. It's the responsibility that drives who we are and what we do. Every decision, every day. It's your livelihood and our responsibility. ValleyVet.com is your one-stop shop for your every animal need. From prescription meds, vaccines, equipment, and more for the ranch to the show ring, shop ValleyVet.com for fast shipping and great prices. Supply. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson and I'm here at Iowa State University and I'm a ruminant nutritionist uh, in the animal science department. I'm also a veterinarian so a lot of people think I argue with myself all the time but, but as, we, as we talk about what's going on inside that rumen and I talked about as I left I was talking about uh, propionate, acetate, and butyrate and what I guess to back it up a little bit if I eat corn or you eat corn or a monogast or pig eats corn, 90% or almost all of that glucose that, that we consume from starch 
gets absorbed as glucose. And it goes into the bloodstream and it's great for brain function and for our heart to beat and all that. It's the energy source of our body. Well, ruminants need glucose too. The only difference is they have to get their glucose from the microbes breaking down that grass, those volatile fatty acids going through the rumen wall to the liver, where they then assimilate it back into glucose, and then it goes to the body. And so it's just an amazing system that the microbes have to break down that beta-1,4 linkage, then the propionate is absorbed, the, goes to the liver, it's put back together as glucose, and then the cow uses it just like a monogastric or anybody else would use glucose for, for energy to, to have brain function, to breathe, to reproduce, and, and everything. This, this system is so efficient that, that it's, you know, when we start to think about the absorption, all this that goes on, it's still 90% as efficient for a ruminant to absorb propionate and put it back to glucose as a monogastric just eating starch on its own. So it, it really is a tremendous system. Now, the differences between propionate and acetate is that propionate is the main precursor for glucose. Acetate, on the other hand, the other volatile fatty acid that's absorbed, is a main precursor for fat. Why is that important? Well, it's pretty cool because if you feed a diet that's higher in forage, we will get more acetate produced in the rumen from the microbes than if we feed a diet that's really high in starch, like corn. On the flip side, if we feed a starch-based or a, a concentrate or corn-based diet, we'll get more propionate uh, produced by the rumen microbes than we would if we fed a higher hay diet. Now, propionate is really, really good for making glucose, so higher energy. Acetate is important for the synthesis of fats. So in dairy diets, when we feed higher levels of hay and lower levels of corn, we'll get higher milk fat yields. On the flip side, when we feed higher corn and lower forage, we get more energy into the diet and we get more glucose being produced, which then leads to higher milk yields. So if we wanna increase milk fat, we increase the roughage amount. If we wanna increase milk yield, we increase the amount of corn or the amount of starch, not just because of the difference in those, but because what those rumen microbes are gonna make. If you use rumensin and you put that into an ionophore, it'll change the rumen microbes population so that they produce more propionate, which if you have the same consumption and you make more propionate, which goes to the liver to produce more glucose, we wind up with higher energy. So on the same intakes, we can get better performance. Lots of science, lots of different things. It's pretty cool. Um, when we come back, we'll wrap up on ruminant nutrition here uh, and expanding your continuing education about your cow. If you're looking for advanced and innovative livestock handling products and facilities, Daniels Manufacturing Company is who you want to choose. They are a family-owned business that puts the needs of their customers first and have so since they opened in 1958. With low-stress cattle handling being of the utmost importance, they are focused on quality, not quantity. The company prides themselves on prioritizing the animal's well-being by staying on the cutting edge of design and only using the best materials and manufacturing operations. For more information or to purchase your own, contact Daniels Manufacturing Company today.
You know, we went through a, a number of years ago a terrible trick wreck where we, you know, we were coming in 30% dry. You know, and in those days you didn't have trick guards, so we tried Iperpram, we tried culling bulls. You know, we we killed 200 head of bulls one year on this ranch to try to get rid of it and bringing in new bulls. We tried flushing, tried everything. So when trick guard came came along, it, it was truly a godsend for me. And we use it religiously. I mean, I, I have neighbors that, that do have tricks sporadically. We don't. We haven't had a, you know, I think in probably 12 years or better, we just haven't had an instance of trick. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't test every dry cow for trick, but, you know, it's pretty easy to see the results. Trick guard is very dear to my heart. Producers know stress costs money. It puts their cattle at greater risk of illness and can be a substantial drain on animal performance. That's why ZenPro developed ProFusion Drench for Beef Cattle. Formulated with ZenPro's patented trace mineral technology, ProFusion Drench is a no-script, no-needle performance supplement proven to rapidly replenish essential nutrients lost during times of stress. For optimal results, use ProFusion Drench with ZenPro Performance Minerals Infeed as part of a complete nutrition program. To learn more, go to ZenPro.com. ValleyVet.com is your one-stop shop for your every animal need. From prescription meds, vaccines, equipment, and more for the ranch to the show ring, shop ValleyVet.com for fast shipping and great prices. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. We're talking about rumen fermentation and we're talking about the, the anatomy of the cow. And, and we talked about carbohydrates and, and whether it's grass or whether it's corn and how it gets digested and what it produces and why there's more energy. But there's also things to do with protein. And there are bypass proteins that can't be digested by the rumen microbes. And then there are what we call rumen degradable proteins or proteins that are readily used by the rumen microbes. And the reason why we can feed uh, urea or non-protein nitrogen to a ruminant animal is because the ruminant doesn't really absorb it. What happens is, is the ruminant animal, uh, the microbes need the, the urea and so they solubilize the urea. They can use that then to make microbial crude protein and then as those microbes go through the gut, they're digested as normal protein to that ruminant. On the flip side, ruminants recycle urea. So the urea gets broken down in the rumen and it's basically two ammonia molecules. They go across the rumen, they go to that liver. And when they get to the liver, they get slapped back together as urea. And it flows through your body. So if you've ever gone into your physical and they say your blood urea nitrogen level is this, it's because we all have urea floating through our bloodstream. Okay, now the way the ruminant animal recycles urea, and this is why they can continuously uh, live on lower protein diets. And when we supplement cows uh, lower protein during the winter, and they can they can consume that low quality forage, and and buffalo are incredible at recycling urea. But the urea gets in the bloodstream, and it recycles one of two ways: it can either passively diffuse with water across the rumen wall or it goes into the saliva. And so whenever the animal is chewing or chewing their cud, that urea is recycling into the saliva and they swallow it, constantly providing nitrogen and ammonia into that rumen so that they can digest those lower quality roughages and so that they can constantly be, be recycling urea to be used 
within their digestive system. It's an absolutely incredible machine, this, this ruminant animal. As far as bypass protein and, and, and degradable intake protein, when we have cattle that don't have a functioning rumen, we need to provide them a, a feedstuff that will bypass the rumen, meaning natural uh, proteins such as meals, uh, cottonseed meal, soybean meal, blood meal, uh, uh, corn gluten meal. Those are proteins. Uh, corn gluten meal is about 90% bypass. Cottonseed meal and soybean meal are about 50% bypass, meaning that 50% of that is then utilized within the rumen. But if we don't have a functioning rumen, so when we wean calves, it takes 7 to 10 to 20 days for that rumen to start developing to where they can utilize the, the, the forages and they can utilize the, the fermentation, that is when, that's when we can start to decrease the amount of bypass. Up until that point, we want that protein to be absorbed at the gut in its natural form as amino acids so the enzymes can break it down. But once the functional rumen's going, we can increase the amount of urea, we can increase the amount of degradable intake protein because the microbes take care of it for us and the microbes are a good source of protein for that animal. Thanks for watching Doc Talk today. Remember, always work with your local veterinarian. And if you want to know more about what we do on Doc Talk, you can find us on the web at www.doctalktv.com. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson here at Iowa State University, and I work with this group called PAC, and I'll see you down the road. Closed captioning is brought to you by ProFusion Drench for Beef Cattle, a no-prescription, no-needle supplement. To learn more, go to ZenPro.com. Doc Talk was brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals.